Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carta de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830K LAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Southern California, and good morning, Sergio. Also, in studio, we got a a rare guest. A rare guest. Yeah, he's always chiming in. And, you know, I, I probably should have paid his little theme song, but, you know, I'm going to let him slide this time. And <laughs> I'm going to save it for a little bit later in the show. None other than Fishing Syndicate's own Oliver Solis. Good morning, Sergio. Rico Suave. Good morning, Good Ryan. Good morning. All right. Thanks uh, for having me over. Oh, we love having you here. And then... Coming through fiber optic lines, uh, we've got Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. Good morning, We're going to have to turn his volume up. And then I've got Mr. Turn my volume up. What's up with that? There you go. That's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. All right. Let me also welcome from 10 feet under, because I found out... Ron told me. Ron told me that when he helped break down the um, the, the the booth last uh, week from Lake Elsinore, he really broke down the booth. Oh no! Uh, yeah, so six to ten feet, Mister Andrew Underground Mac. Okay, from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, how you doing, bud? <laughs> Pretty good out here in uh, Laughlin, Nevada. You're in Laughlin. Very, very oh, good. Cool. Okay. All right. So uh, if you go to the roulette table, uh, okay, 17 or 14. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Right. 17, 17 last night. <laughs> it, I, I'm telling you. Are you uh, fishing then, out there at all? Uh, well, I brought my spear gun, so I'll be spear fishing today. Uh, up there in Lake Mojave. So okay, I, I, I just want to say that spear fishing is usually underwater, you know, uh, and salt. Um, there's not a lot of salt water in um, in Laughlin, but just saying. Okay, always Steve Carson. He's always lost. Uh, well, you know, um, if if he was spear fishing in the ocean and he had gotten off of a float tube, it would be called chumming from your shark donut. Shark Donut, that's right. All right, well, listen, welcome, everybody. Good morning. We had a really, really busy week. Uh, we finished uh, last uh, weekend. You know, we, we did the show live from the, um, right there from Launch Point. Yeah, the bobber, okay? Uh, it was fantastic. It was awesome. And we had a really, really good tournament. Then yesterday, and for and you guys unfortunately can't see this, but it, you'll, you'll see it in an upcoming episode. We raised... 
a lot of money. All I can say is over $375,000 for the Kids of the Olive Crest. That's one of our biggest projects we do with Ron, and um, it's, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger. And that's over a two-year hiatus. So we'll talk more about that. I'm hopefully Brant can call in from Corona Teresa. You know, he hosts this thing at the Long Beach Yacht Club. We'll talk about that. Then I want to hear more about Steve. Steve just got back from a one-and-a-half-day trip catching some tuny. Okay, and then, Ron, we're leaving Sunday night on the El Dorado. Are we full on that one? Yes, yes, we are. All right, so we're sold out on that trip. It's a very, very limited load. It's going to be a lot of fun. So without further ado, okay. Oh, and, and you can imagine Mia is not here, okay. Mia, may, I may have to shoot Mia, but we'll talk about that later, okay. Um, he came, he, was he there yesterday for you? He wasn't there. Mentally, he was not mentally, there. yeah, yeah. He but was that's there. something. Yeah, that's something. You know, he was thinking of you, Ron. He was ch- he was chasing butterflies. I hear butterflies and boo jays. Right. Okay. <laughs> all good. But anyway, we love him to pieces. So, um, Tony, we forgive you. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Andrew, give me a really quick um, uh, roundabout. What's going on in freshwater? Yeah, perfect. So uh, Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, they had a huge stocking yesterday of catfish, a uh, full truckload again. Um, the catfish have been biting very well at Santa Ana. Uh, typically, if you're going to fish them on Friday, the day after the stock, um, in the morning they're going to be really close to shore and about 15 to 20 feet offshore. Um, and then uh, later in the day as it heats up, uh, you know, start throwing out a little bit farther. Um, guys are using uh, Mac bites, uh, anything dipped in the Cajun bite on, uh, uh, light or uh, frozen shrimp, uh, bonita, um, anything like that. So those fish have been biting very well. Uh, from there, we're going to go through Mountain Lakes. Uh, Mountain Lakes have their last uh, trout stock of the season uh, on Thursday. They put 1,000 pounds in. And it seems like a lot of guys caught them in those first two hours of the morning, and then uh, typically how trout are doing this time of year is they just you know shut off, go to deeper water, uh, once that sun comes up and heats up, and uh, they, you know, they try to get the coldest water in the lake. Um, so Mountain Lake uh, will start with catfish uh, next week, so it's kind of uh, time to switch uh, everything over. Um, but typically, you'll still be able to catch trout for the next couple weeks. Um, you know, the holdovers and stuff like that. So from there, uh, you have the San Bernardino County Regional Parks. Uh, they just had their official catfish opener on Thursday. Uh, each of those lakes stocked 575 pounds of catfish. Um, all of them except Yucaipa Lake. Yucaipa's uh, having some sort of issue uh, with their pumps. Um, so they uh, they held off on a catfish stock this week. Um, from there, uh, same kind of story over there at Fisherman's Retreat. Uh, they're also stocking catfish every Friday. Um, and again, cut baits, uh, you know, mat bites, uh, anything in the Cajun dip. Um, you know, for, for those catfish. And then uh, some people are actually using uh, night crawlers as well. Um, and then there's actually a couple of trout caught uh, this week um, from over there at Fisherman's Retreat. Now, uh, to switch to trout, um, we're going to go ahead and go up to Lake Gregory. Lake Gregory had their last trout stock of the season uh, about two weeks back. And uh, um, guys have been catching decent trout up to about four to five pounds. With the occasional, you know, six, seven pounder um, that was stopped, you know, weeks before that swimming around. Uh, from there, we have Big Bear Lake. Uh, Big Bear, the trout fishing has been really, really, really good trolling. Uh, guys are using a, a flicker shad, uh, throwing about 40 feet behind the boat. 
Um, that flicker shad is sitting at about seven to ten feet of water behind the boat, going about a mile and a half to two miles an hour. Uh, they're picking out some good trout, uh, you know, full fins. These fish have been there for probably about a year or so. Um, the better quality, about three to four pounders, been showing up uh, in the mix. Um, but for average, about two pounds. Um, and then, uh, then you got the the shore guys um, that are also getting a few soaking uh, longer leaders with power baiter worms. Um, so that's all good. But right now, it's pretty much my favorite time of year for freshwater, and that's because the carp are starting to spawn. And this time of year, the carp love to eat arrows. So you got Big Bear Lake and Elsinore both going off with pre-spawn activity. Um, Elsinore actually had a good size spawn uh, during Dream Extreme. Um, and then uh, a couple days after there, where the carp were in the back of the lake spawning. And then uh, Big Bear had a small spawn uh, last weekend. Probably about two or three coves had maybe a couple hundred fish spawning, um, which it does even scratch the surface over there. But it's going to be any day now that these fish are going to have a huge spawn. And, and if you're in the boat fishing, it's time to get up there and get as many fish out as possible. All right, well, let me stop you there because um, we were having a conversation with Steve Carson about the, the carp. And, um, Steve, you, you, you want to you share some of the, 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 some of the facts, okay, about carp? Well, uh, a lot of people think I'm joking every week when I say carp are the world's most popular game fish, but they are. They're so far in first place as the world's most popular game fish. There is no second place. Mm-hmm. Now, it is true that they're not the most popular in the United States. Uh, actually, in California, the most popular fish is rainbow trout. Second most popular is largemouth bass. And in the country, the most popular is largemouth bass. But world over, carp are like 80% of the world's favorite game fish. You know, one, uh, of, the things, think- one of the things I learned with you, uh, through you, was the amount and, and there's there's such a community around the world um, around a carp, okay, and carp the fishing. Problem, Sergio, we have in California and the United States is the the techniques needed to catch carp on rod and reel are incredibly precise, incredibly specific, and if you don't do everything exactly right, you don't catch anything. People don't necessarily like to be uh, shown by the fish that they're not doing it right. So, um, but the, w- one of the biggest things is, is in any fishery anywhere where the carp get fished a lot, it's been proven many, many times, carp have the longest memory of any fish. Bass would be second, and most saltwater fish like have no memory at all. So if the carp get fished, you can't catch them on anything that they've been caught on before. So the, the solution, uh, in particular in Europe, is they have a very uh, elaborate chum industry where they, they either have secret recipes for chum or they sell the, the, you know, these special ingredients. And the only way you can fool the carp into biting a hook is by chumming heavily, and I mean heavily, so they, they sort of lose their caution. And, of course, everybody knows or should know, especially you, Sergio, everyone should know chumming in freshwater is not legal in California. So that's going to forever complicate uh, the task of elevating carp in in people's uh, in people's mind because they think that the carp don't bite. But the carp do bite. Um, it's a matter of we that is Americans. We just aren't doing it right. So there's that. 
All right. Well, listen, hold on to that. We'll come back, and I think it, it, it needs to be clarified. A, a few things that we learned. Uh, in fact, uh, what was it? Section, was it Title 14, Section 4, Andrew? Remember that one? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll talk, yeah. about, yeah, we'll talk about that when we come back. Look it up. Um, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we will be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio, AME 30. Maybe in another life I could find you there. Pulled away before. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AME 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And, you know, as we went to. Um, the break there we were talking with steve about uh carp and i know you know it's frowned upon here but it shouldn't be and um yes it's invasive a lot of the lakes don't want them there and there's reasons steve right why they don't want them in certain lakes well you know it's funny why people think that they may be undesirable is what's good about the species they are survivors so you can catch really good-sized carp uh, down in the Los Angeles River because they could survive. Everything else died, but they're still down there. They're still alive. Now, how you know, you, you can hardly blame them for that. And certainly, although people do, you certainly wouldn't want to eat anything that came out of the L.A. River, no matter what species it was. Oh, yeah. um, and also, every single fish species eats the babies of every single other fish species. There isn't one that isn't. And... We in California, it doesn't necessarily apply in all states, we need to remember that other than rainbow trout and golden trout, all of our freshwater game fish, all of them, largemouth, smallmouth, catfish, bluegill, you name it, they're all invasive species. They were all transplanted during a time when people just did what they wanted, but not one of them is native. Even brown trout, brook trout, not native. 
Okay, and, and keep that in that mind, is, folks, because they're, they're trying. Hey, they're they're, they're trying to, to get rid of largemouth bass in California, right? Some groups. Uh, the the number one enemy of the DFG DFW in California right now is striped bass. Mm -hmm. um, simply because we're in California and it's all about the water wars and what you have up in Northern California in the rivers that are experiencing a drought. Uh, the salmon are having a hard time. Um, they, you know, their their survival is you know like right on the edge. All because of the way California uh, manages their water. I don't want to get too deep into the, that politics, but you throw in the fact that the non-native invasive striped bass love to eat the baby salmon. Um, the the striped bass are basically they're targeted for elimination. They know they can't ever get rid of all of them, but they would be more than happy to, to cut that population way, way, way down. And largemouth are next because as the same thing as the baby salmon go out the rivers through the delta out into the ocean there's a lot of largemouth bass in the in the delta anybody's ever fished there and uh, they love to eat baby salmon so it's it, it's all a matter of we as anglers need to be a little bit careful about saying this species of fish is good this species is bad because here in this state it's very very easy for the powers to be to decide everything non-native is bad that's why we have to be careful all right, I love that. So um, you know, you just catch what you can. Well, you know, I got this from Steve too. Is uh, and look it up. Most European countries actually celebrate Christmas with a carp, and um, you've seen twenty-five, thirty pound. We put a turkey that big on a plate, and you see a carp like that. It's pretty interesting in how they well, dress yeah. it up and how they carp dress it up. Carp survive in water where you would never eat anything from, so you can't really blame the carp. But in in good clean waters. You know, where you don't have pesticides and whatnot running into it, um, they, you know, they're as good as any other fish in that clean water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And <clears throat> admission, I have to this day never caught a carp. That's hard to believe. You believe I, I've never targeted them. I've never even by chance. Um, and, Andrew, we're going to have to fix that. Uh, cause I'm gonna have to catch one to see what this is so crazy. So you about. are a typical you American. They uh, love to that? catch arrows. So you are a typical American. There's no carp in Argentina, bro. <laughs> they love to catch arrows. Oh no, I'm sure there's Argentina. There must, must be carp in Argentina. I just Worldwide. never came across. Okay, so um, anyway, if I were to catch a carp here, Mr. Oliver oh, Solis, no. Oh, no. which rod would be let's syndicated ask, for me ask, to use? Uh, let's ask T what reel he would suggest, and then we could. Master okay, Rock. what reel would you suggest <laughs> for Steve Carson? And don't don't talk about the specialized rods. I've seen those specialized rods they have for uh, for, for carp. Car Let's just say you, you have a spinner and you want to match them up. What would you use? Your, your favorite, you know, yeah, yes. There's very very expensive specialized gear for it that that you don't necessarily have to have. Um, just basically a very light sensitive tip. Uh, you know, eight-pound test spinning outfit would be kind of the way to at least get get your feet wet. No, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. It's your drop shot rod for bass, basically. Your yeah, ML. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and Steve, I would I would imagine uh, I could just see Sergio having, walking around with the corn, peeling the corn kernels one at a time. <laughs> I think he'd eat them if you let him do it. He'd just eat them. Well, I'm glad you guys came up with that because um, at the Dream Extreme, right? We um, and you know Andrew or, or Ron, uh, the question of corn. Uh, somebody, can you use? And Steve, I'm going to come to you too. Yes. Can you use corn 
Yes, your car. kidney is born, but traditionally, and not without reason, um, let's just say the wardens look very closely at people fishing with corn because what people used to do, and maybe they still do it, is they chum with the corn, and that's the part that's not legal. I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and I, I probably am because every once in a while I'm li- right, but uh, you cannot use corn in Arizona. I, I don't know without yeah, looking at Yeah, I can't That's cast from here to Arizona yet, yeah, but I'm, I, I'm working I tried, on it. but I'm not that good yet. Yeah, no, so um, yeah, that, that was clarified for us. I'm not too familiar with that. And you can use corn as bait. You just cannot chum anything. Okay, so, um, Andrew, that was kind of cool. It, it, was, was, it was Title 14, Section 4. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so basically you can use corn in California, but only for carp. You can't use it for trout. You can't use it for a, a, a number of other fish. But yeah, that was pretty cool that we came that out. Yeah, so that, that was really cool. All right, so, you know, we're talking about what we were doing last weekend, and... Um, you had a, a stellar day on Saturday. We after we weighed in, you grabbed your little trusty bow and arrow, and then you went out and um, got what well, you hit about twenty one of them or something. Uh, I, I hit about thirty. I think it was thirty two carp that I hit, um, and then uh, I got twenty two on the stringer. Very nice. Um, I've, I've got the photo. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one the one thing about the lakes in Southern California and carp, I mean, they you know, like you guys are saying, the carp are very invasive. Um, but the problem is is that the carp they spawn so much and they breed so much that they actually take over a lake. Um, you know, the kind of the other fish kind of keep themselves in check. You know, with the carp, I think that they kind of grow. You know, a, a, to a certain point where yeah, a couple bass might eat them. You know, a couple birds might eat them, but. You know, being that they're so overpopulated, like, for instance, Big Bear or or Elsinore, they actually become a problem in the lake, and it's a well, problem that, that they don't know what to do with. Well, listen, but let's talk about Lake Elsinore. One of the things that they've brought on is a new species to try to keep the mm-hmm. carp under check. You want to talk about that, Andrew? Yeah, definitely. They uh, they, they started stocking wipers a few years ago, and uh, the whole the whole or the good thing about wipers is that they, they, they do not spawn. So basically, all their only purpose in a lake is to get big and eat. And they're going to eat those baby carp, and that's their, pretty much their sole purpose of putting them in a lake. Yeah, in fact, I, I'll tell you this. Um, it was amazing to see uh, the amount of stripers, I mean wipers, that were being caught at Lake Elsinore last week. Okay. But, I, mean, they, I mean, they were not legal to bring in. We didn't get a chance to weigh one, but I saw... Not 18, but I mean, they were just right there. Yeah, almost, almost every boat that I talked to as we were weighing in, well, Rhonda, caught, caught, tri- Rhonda caught uh, and uh, yeah. and Kim. I mean, they were having a blast. Okay, they're Rhonda was saying they're so aggressive, so they they actually fit the plan. Okay, so hopefully the wipers will take over, and uh, they're a lot of fun. Okay, and also provide a big service to controlling the carp population. Okay, you you think Andrew uh, they have a they they stand the shot at it? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you know this time next year for the next dream extreme they're going to be over that that limit. You know, but remember, if anyone wants to catch them, they got to be over the eighteen inches, and and you're only allowed to uh, get two of them. 
But what's cool about the white is, is there's so many different techniques to catch them. Like, you know, a, a lot of guys, or a lot of anglers, I should say, at, uh, at Elsinore, you know, they were getting them on this mackerel off the bottom. Some, some guys were getting them on uh, uh, night crawlers. Some were getting them on lures. Some, it's like, you know, some, I, I talked to one guy, he got them on, he was trolling. So it's like there's so many different methods to catch these fish. And I think a lot of people enjoy catching those definitely at the Derby. Well, that, that, that team that came in, um, is my mic on? Yeah. That team that came in uh, actually hooked another fish, put his bear hook in the water, and looked over, and there's a big carp on it. You know, bear we, hook. I, I had the pontoon right next to that boat because we were filming it, and uh, we were right there when that happened, so it was, it was cool. Yeah, the, 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 when they want to go, they want to go. So uh, let's bring this back around. Um like Steve said, folks, it's the number one caught fish in the world, okay? And there's really no number two, okay? That's how far in advance. So um, whatever the case may be, you know, um, abide by the rules of the lakes, okay? For example, Lake Elsinore, catch a carp, get it out of there. Right, uh, Andrew? That's the idea? Yeah, yeah definitely. They, uh, they, you know, if you catch a carp... Don't leave it on the shoreline. You know, find a proper trash can. If you have a garden, go bury it in your garden. Um, but, yeah, they definitely don't want you to practice catching a leech for carp. Um, some lakes, I mean, not typically California, but there is lakes that, you know, that people say, oh, you know, we want to catch and release only. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. And, and then, they're so overpopulated like that, you gotta you got to just keep them. And this is my recommendation, too, okay? If you have goldfish at home, or if you have turtles at home, when you want to get rid of them, you do not take them to your local lake and release them in the local lake, okay? Um, Ron, there was probably three or four turtles caught at the Lake Elsinore one, and they were big ones, okay? And um, and then how many of the local lakes you go, some of these park lakes, and you go, and there's, there's giant goldfish in there. They don't belong, guys. Okay, so be be understanding that you know we, we want to keep. I mean, I know he was your pet, but if you want to get rid of him, you got to get rid of him in a different way. You, you know, give, give him to somebody yeah. or go to the local take, uh, pet shop. Take him back. To okay, the pet shop. take him to uh, the. So sounds like uh, Steve. Sounds like there, there should be a a carp. Or not a, but several various carp tournaments like they do in Europe. I mean, the tournaments are huge. And if you have uh, enough payouts, there'll be people cleaning out lakes for these carps. Um, you know, get them out of there. Well, uh, Andrew. Well, well, so another way to look at it, it's actually illustrated right there in, uh, in Elsinore, is that there is one fish that is even more dominant and would take over a lake even more so than carp do, and that would be striped bass. If they could spawn in the lake in a, just a couple of generations, there would be nothing in the lake except for striped bass. Oh. So they do allow the wipers to be stocked because they can't spawn. Mm-hmm. They're sterile. But that's a fish that's even, you know, even more dominant. Fish just want to survive. And we as anglers, we would look like, well, the fish we want to catch, whatever it is, bass, trout, catfish, you name it, if it took over the lake, we really wouldn't care. We'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah. So that's why I say in, in California, as soon as you start to say this species good, this species bad, your favorite species, unless you like wild rainbow trout or wild golden trout, your species could be the next one for elimination. 
All right. Well, listen, hold on to that thought. When we come back, we'll finish up with Freshwater. I want to talk a little more about the Dream Extreme at Lake Elsinore last weekend. And we'll move on to the next subject. Okay, the folks, this is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. Anger Chronicles. We'll be right back. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Do anything for me, 16. And I do anything for a little runaway. Gave my heart an engagement ring She took everything Everything I gave her Welcome back, everybody. Oh, there we go. We got it. Okay. Uh, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. This is Angry Chronicles. And um, moving on here, I'm going to bring uh, one of our very, very special guests we have on the radio here, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the Director of Community Services and Shark Donut King at Lake Elsinore. You like that, Jonathan? I love that. I love when you... When you Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. See? <laughs> Good morning, you guys. Good morning, everybody. Oliver, uh, total, total boy, uh, Steve, Ron. Uh, saw the donut, Oliver. I mean, I saw, saw the, uh, the, the banana. Uh, Oliver. Oh, we'll talk about the banana and something he did yesterday. That's a <laughs> big faux pas. Real quick question then for the banana and Jonathan Oliver Skinner here. Uh, do the carp in a Kelsenore like bananas? Have you no, tried that? You. <laughs> you see flapping in the I background. I haven't tried it yet, but, <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, but you know, um, 
as William calls me, the uh, Alabama pajama party. I try a lot of different things in life, and I try. And sometimes you're successful, and sometimes it's not. All right, well, listen, I, I'll, I'll give you a first shot. Dream Extreme uh, was last weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. I think we had a pretty good turnout. Um, I had a great time. Ron, what do you think? Yeah, I, we had, Angler Chronicles had a blast there, right? Yeah, I, one of the best times I've had this time around. Uh, you know, they're always fun, mm -hmm. but it just flowed. There were a you lot know of fish nice. caught. Yeah, it was nice to go back to a two-day instead of one day right. like we did there, last year. There were so year. many fish caught, that, uh, and there were all the, every species was caught except for bluegill, correct? No, no, except for, um, uh, no, a bluegill, but there wasn't a bluegill, but we, we um, what do you call it? Uh, the wiper. wiper. I'm sorry. Because there were a lot right. of wiper were caught. Right. It's just that they didn't make they the 18 legal. inch. And, and with regards to the wipers, guys, give these fish a chance. Even if you get an 18, 19 inch or release them, they grow very, very fast. Steve Carson, what's the growth rate? Well, in, in a good lake that's that's got lots of food like Elsinore, they grow about an, an inch a month. An inch a month, guys. Okay, let these things grow. They'll become a great game fish. And for all of us that like to fish, I would. You, this is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. What? 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 Bass? What do you? What do you? Bass. Want? Yeah. Bass. Yeah. So it's gonna be really good. So Jonathan, let, let, let's start with that. Um, from the city point of view, you can speak from there. Their thoughts. What? What do you think? I have to say, I was so glad to get back to the two-day. You and, and Ron and, and, and Tony and uh, William Johnson, who was the uh, derby director, uh, the casino did a, a, a fantabulous job. Not even a good job, a fantabulous job of, of bringing it back and bringing it back with some with some thunder. Uh, William was telling me had like 30, 30 teams, which you know, coming out of the pandemic. And getting back to a two-day, that's that's really great. Um, this is my first time on a, actually uh, getting a boat. I want to thank uh, JT Rentals. Um, they were uh, you know really prevalent out there. Uh, the anglers had a really good time. Um, congratulations to our own local Steve Bugman Duncan and, and his buddy uh, Eddie Tillett that uh, took it this year. And you know Rick and, and Judith were there in the hunt. There's a couple of uh, New teams that were out there, the father and son team that, that um, really slayed the, the, the carp on, on Saturday was, was pretty amazing. Uh, Rhonda, <laughs> Rhonda with the, the, the catfish challenge. I mean, I was talking to you guys. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it to, to the dinner, but um, uh, William was telling me, are you, uh, sir, they were telling me that uh, about the night, that night when you guys surprised her, that, that Chris $100 from uh, Bob McGee. That, you know, those kind of memories are, are just awesome. You know what? The other one was when we were doing the radio show, seeing the, uh, a lot of father and son um, uh, teams out there and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, husband and wives and, and, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend teams, uh, you know, all female teams going out there on the lake and enjoying the lake. Uh, well, Jonathan, this is people. why we call this a derby and not a tournament. We always say it with... Uh, um, with Danny, okay? It's a derby, not a tournament. So it has the competition if you want it. It has the kickback, layback, chill attitude. You know, if you catch a fish, great. If you don't, who cares? Because this is about the community coming together in an unbelievable location, the launch point. That is, launch point is just 
unbelievable. Folks, if you haven't tried it, you got to get down there to Lake Elsinore. Go and experience a launch point. It is. It has to be the hottest. I mean, Andrew, you go to a lot of lakes. I mean, it's got to be the best setup there is in Southern California. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, it's awesome. Right, right when you come in, you have the campsite to the left. You have the restaurant to the right there. You got a bait store. I mean, everything's redone. It's. I mean, launching the boat is easy. I didn't see anybody spinning out or nothing like that. And there were some pretty big boats that were being launched out there. And it was just, everything was just so clean and organized. And it's like, it was really cool to see how Launch Point, you know, from many years ago to what it is now, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, and if you have a boat and, and, and uh, you want to get it down to Lake Elsinore and you just watched, well, soon, it'll, it, it comes out May 27th. I can't believe I'm giving uh, Tom Cruise any love here with uh, Top Gun. <laughs> if you feel the need for speed, you can actually do it at Lake Elsinore. Okay, talk about that, Jonathan. You can go pretty much as fast as you want. Oh, yeah, well, Monday, Monday through Friday, um, down the center of the lake, you can go up to, up to 100, I think they had 150 miles an hour. Yeah, and, and um, good good try, there. listen, good try getting your boat at 150 miles an hour. <laughs> and, then, and then trying to stop the boat at 150 miles an hour. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. The AC sled, when we go out here, I get to about 1.30. Okay? You like that? There's nothing like I it. That, yeah. I, I, I heard it was uh, Back to the Future. You actually go so fast out there on the AC sled. You, you go back to like Listen, I went so fast on the AC sled, I saw the last El Nino of 98 again. And he almost <laughs> lost his wife. No, I did, yeah. Geez, Rondo went flying. But anyway, so um, it, it, it was a fantastic event, Jonathan. I hope everybody marks their calendars. Uh, we will let you know when. Do we have a date yet for next year? It's gonna, I was just looking at it. It's, it looks like it's going to be back at the beginning of the, uh, of the month of May. Okay. Uh, I believe it's the fifth, fifth or seventh of the month. Yeah, it, it's, it's a Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo celebration at Lake Elsinore with the, that would be the 10th annual. I can't believe it's 10 years already. And, and I don't want to hear anybody, anybody talk about there's no fish. Oh, my God. There were, I, I'm just telling Watch you the guys, show. there were so many fish that, that was the longest weigh-in I've ever had. Listen, when, when John, our videographer, says to me, uh, we got enough fish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's not even, it's not even... It's early Sunday morning. We still had the whole day to film. That, I, that, that it was, was good. it was really amazing. Okay, so uh, well, could, well, you know, what, what that you, I, I I want to touch on that because uh, William was telling me that there were uh, crappie that were caught. Yes, well. we and, had crappie. You know the the fact is that people um, still say, "Well, you know, it's uh, you know the fishery's not really that good." You know what it is? It's it's a it's a it's a tough fishery. Um, because you got to go look for them. They don't come up in, on your head. It's called fishing, not not catching. And and so you got you got to work at it. And uh, those who were out there who were able to get the the um, the, the crappie, uh, and William was saying there's uh, one that was uh, they had it on the line and they couldn't get it in. It was about 10, 10 inches. And, that's a, that's a pretty big uh, crappie there. Well, mm-hmm. you know, our scales are really good scales, and, and um, the, the two crappie that were caught were .007 and .011. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> they were, but you know what? But how much were they worth? Tell, oh, hey, uh, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, hundreds of dollars were paid amazing. up for the little tiny fish, yeah. and, and that's the whole point. You got five different categories. So, anybody who's listening out there, okay, you need to make plans, okay, and and let it. The more teams we have, the higher the payout because a hundred percent is payback. There is no nothing kept anywhere. It's a hundred percent payback. So um, that's it. So the more teams, the better. Just want to congratulate all the guys that came out, ladies, kids. Um, think about this: Rhonda, okay, became Angler Angels was her team with with Kim Howell, okay, and they they were nailing fish. Okay, guys, there's a lot of fish there. They're not too bright either. I mean, they want to bite. Now, you want to get the bigger ones, that's where the homework needs to come in, okay? The hot ticket was the bite on McBates, okay? That was that was the hot ticket. And if not, you, you saw a lot of guys bring their own mackerel, even Bonita chunks, and then just douse them. Okay, with the bite on crimson, and that was the ticket. Rhonda, all she did was put a chunk on, throw it out, and wait. I mean, that's not. I told her that's not even fishing, honey. That's just throwing it out and feeding them, and then just set the hook. So, she caught several. Uh, and also, here, here's the thing. Um, she had a deckhand. I think we're going to see him at, at breakfast. Now, I'm not going to say his name, Mike. All right, I'm not gonna say, <laughs> I'm not gonna say Mike. But anyway, so they, they helped. The, they, he helped the girls. I will say this: his help was awesome because he tied all the knots. He, I mean, he did everything right except Rondo on Sunday catches a fish well in the five plus pound catfish. That's probably her biggest ever, and they had a stringer. Okay, and I just um, I'm going to be giving him a lesson well, Mike. Uh, at at breakfast today so on the proper the proper um, use of a stringer. Of a stringer, in other words, how to string a fish. You do not go through a hole in the lip that you made with the hook. You know, it goes through the gill, the mouth. So the the problem is they took it, they had him on there, and I this was witnessed by William early in the morning. And they had the stringer on there, and then I guess they put the stringer in the water, and the five-pounder said, bye-bye. Okay, and he took off. Nice. But at least, you know, hey, there's been, so. But, but, but he, did look, he did look good in purple, though. Oh, he, did he did look good in purple. Especially where it says Angler Angels. He looked good. No, his said Deckhand. I know, but it, the, the shirt said Angler Angels. Oh, that's right in the front, correct. Yeah, name was on the back, Deckhand. Yeah. So what? Fantastic. We, we had three angels? <laughs> on that uh, three angels. They were, they, were, they were Charlie's angels. Yeah. All right, listen, we got to take a short break. Everybody hold on tight. Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. We're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K. Oh, hey, hey. She was far from in between. It was summertime in northern Michigan. Angels Radio. AMA 30. 
Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. I once had a sweater made out of cashmere. Ah, you like that? That was Led Zeppelin, folks, with cashmere. That was pretty good. The sun beat down on our face when you're fishing. I'm telling you, uh, yeah, I had a little <laughs> wrestling with the sun there. But anyway, we had an amazing, amazing time in Lake Elsinore. And uh, let me see. Um, can we add, uh, I got Brant calling in. Oh. Now, Brant, you know, we, yesterday we put together the Olive Crest. We raised a lot of money yesterday for those kids. As soon as I can get Brant on the line here. Um, and, and Brent was instrumental too with Dream Extreme. Yes, you, you know, Brent yeah. donated uh, all the chicken that we were eating on uh, on, on day one and day two. Okay, um, uh, you can't. Yeah, put it right there so I can hear. You. There you go. Um, unbelievable chicken. It was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was very very good. So the food. I want to thank him. Um, let's see. Can we cue him up, please, um, Brent? Okay, and uh, there you go. Good morning, Brent. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Come on, you don't want to ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> I'm 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 getting tired of carrying him. Yeah, I, 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 I after yesterday, I feel like a steamroller just went <laughs> over me. But you know what? But I'm happy now. The body isn't responding the way I want, but my mind. Brant, I came home yesterday. I told Rhonda what we did, and she goes, oh, my God. I mean, you just, when you close your eyes, you get this image of all these kids that you're helping. And um, we had that great testimonial from Brianna. So we'll get to that in a second, Brant. But I want to go back to Jonathan and, and close up the Dream Extreme. The Dream Extreme was, again, an unbelievable event. It was great to see going back to two days. And I want everybody to know, I'm gonna say it like this, 
the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby is back. And if you're not there, you're really missing out. There was thousands upon thousands of dollars in cash and prizes given away. I saw a big screen TV given away, Ron. Yeah, I would like that one. Okay, we saw pontoons. Uh, not pontoons. Um, um, uh, what do you call those? The shark donuts, but they were bigger. Yeah, they, they were the bigger shark donuts. They really weren't yeah. shark donuts because you were sitting up, up above it was, the water. It was like a kayak, double kayak. Yeah. It, it was... It was amazing. I mean, um, yeah. we gave away an, an Ocean Odyssey trip. Uh, we gave away an accurate reel. Some company called Fishing Syndicate donated a couple of rods. It was really cool. Yeah. But I mean, it was, I mean, a lot of stuff. What 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 did you donate for the or for the? Drill it was stream? the uh, 800L and 800M to okay, match those uh, accurate reels. Yeah. So it was just amazing. So um, Dream Extreme once again will be right around. May 5th of next year, okay? Yeah, that's what it's, what it's looking like. Huh? All right, and now and coming, and, and now really, really soon here, we have the kids' tournament. Why don't you promote that one? Get uh, your kids out there. Yeah, so it's uh, Saturday, June June 4th. Unfortunately, um, uh, well, fortunately, but unfortunately, we're, we're uh, up to our number of kids, but we are looking for volunteers to come out and help. You know, I want to thank uh, Tony Williams from Bite On and, and Team 57 that brings um, brings their team out and helps out. But we can always use a, a hand or two. Okay, so um, let me let me let me make the call out. All right, uh, June 14th, you said. No, June 4th. June 4th. We are completely sold out, folks. Okay, so unfortunately, we can't take any more kids. But what we do need is we need some of you out there that are willing to come out, volunteer your time, to help these kids catch perhaps their first fish ever and get them hooked on the sport that we love so much. So if you can do it, please reach out to uh, Tony or just show up that morning. Let them know you're a volunteer, and we'll get you set up. Okay, if you have a net, bring a net. Um, just just enjoy the day and, and watch the smiles on kids' faces when they catch their first fish. That's just amazing. All right, so yeah, uh, you, we're, we're, we're going to be stocking over $20,000 in a very specific area for these kids to, to, to be as successful as they can. And, you know, I want to thank Tony and, of course, Angler Chronicles and, and everybody that, that comes out and, and helps out. Launch Point is going to be really prevalent there. They have some special games because, you know, when kids first start fishing, unless they hit it right off the bat, they get kind of, kind of you know, lackadaisical and bored. And so they got some special games fishing uh you know surrounded games for, for kids to play and it's from 7 30 to 10 30 uh, volunteers we like you there about 6 30 to, to help us set up and everything but we're pretty excited uh, about that but i know i i know you got a lot of things going on but just back to the dream extreme really want to thank uh, brent um want to thank uh, uh oliver Salise from uh fishing syndicate um you know it was it was pretty amazing janelle and i really love uh, the Derby, so we, we're, we're the ones who uh, donated the, the TV. Um, you know, it's it's just uh, you and Ron and and John and, and Tony. And oh, Matt. exactly. You mentioned Tony several times. I'm going to say this. Tony, Tony, Tony. Where is he? Mia. Mia. All right. Where was he yesterday? <laughs> Mia. Okay. But, he, but, he, but we love him. He'll be there June 4th. 
Okay, and I think Ron, you're gonna be, you're gonna try to be there too. For I the will kids. be there. So okay, I'm unfortunately, I'm gonna buddies. be I'm gonna be in Bay of LA. I leave on the yeah. second. Don't get back until the sixth, and I won't. I will not be on the show. So it's all yours, Ron, because um, I, I guess the Bay of LA has spotty at best. Okay, so I won't have won't be able to call you. I'm gonna retire for the day. I'll be thinking of you as I'm pulling on a Kubera snapper or something like that. You're not like going to be here for the... Oh, no, man. I'm now I'm starting to stress. Are you getting to stress? He's sweating oh, here. Okay. Yeah. We may have to call in all the guns to come and back you up. Okay. But anyway. Hey, we got, we got your back, Ron. We got your back, Ron. I'll be here to support you. Yeah. That means I have pain, those big shoes to fill. Yeah, well, okay, so, so when we go... When, get I got your back. What does that mean? That I, that's, I'm gonna, that's where I'm going to put the bullet? <laughs> You know, another another short joke right there. I did not, Jonathan. You're not that much taller. I said, I had big shoes to fill. Well, he said big dog, and they said the dog. Okay, so at least, okay, big dog has a connotation, and so does just a dog has a connotation. I may be both. I might bring Bella in. That way I'll know I'll feel right at home. There you go. All right, but anyway, um, Jonathan, amazing event. And, guys, really, mark your calendars for next year, May 5th, 6th. Uh, come on out. and Really enjoy it. It's all about partying with all of us. Um, the casino did a fantastic job. I want to thank them. I do want to thank JT Reynolds for providing us with the pontoon to chase down the other uh, boats. I, I tried to ram uh, Jonathan when he was on his boat, but we kind of – I think we, it was he was in too shallow of water. We couldn't get in there. But it was good. Thanks, for, thanks for everything you do, Jonathan, and uh, really enjoy it, Jonathan. I think, yeah. Did you catch any catfish? Oh, you know, uh, I didn't ask, Jonathan. Jonathan. I, I, I left it for everybody in the derby because then if I started catching, they would say I had to undo it. He was fishing with three rods, and he didn't get one. <laughs> I left it for, this my, usually if I'm on my donut, then I'm good. Right, this is my first time in a, in a boat. I, I, I get you're, an amulet. You're supposed what? to go for the donut, not the hole. <laughs> Man, I love you guys. You know, I just want to say, Jonathan, that even though you call me just the dog, I was not the one that brought up the the, the, the lack of fish in the boat. That was not me. That, that, that was not me. It was your buddy, the other, the other Dallas cowgirl, I mean cowboy. Oh. Uh, Okay, They're, you're both uh, you're both cowboy fans. I don't understand why you want to be a cowboy fan. And like I've said, it, I'm going to continue to say it. The Super Bowl from now on will be played at Dallas Stadium because we don't want any home teams playing the Super Bowl. The, the team is up for sale. That means we're going to become a winning team again. That's right. It depends who buys it. it depends who buys it. Anyway, Jonathan, thank you again. Are the donuts good this morning? Are the what? The donuts? Are the, the donuts there good? are no donuts, okay? So what? he he came uh, donutless. No yeah, he brought what? two bananas to share. Bananas. I, I, you know, there's a banana joke in the air here, but... so Doesn't no, have to do anything with a monkey pox no, going yeah, I was around, right? Say, right? Right, right, right. Um, but so I take it the car, but Lake Elsinore don't like bananas either, right? <laughs> I think they'll eat anything. Well, you know what? I really want to get together with, with Oliver and, 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 and Andrew Mack and, and really look at a, at a carp derby. We used, we used to have carp quest, and I think we need to bring that back. 
Uh, arrow eating is, is acceptable, uh, Andrew, so uh, I think you could actually be in it. But, you know, we want to start doing more derbies and stuff to, to highlight the great things that are happening at the lake. And, again, but, I want to thank you guys at Angler Chronicles that make things happen. Wherever we can participate, we will gladly be there for you, Jonathan. All right, folks, that's Jonathan Oliver Skinner to you guys, okay? <laughs> you guys take care. Okay, what I love the fact is that his last name starts with an S, like Sergio, like Superman. You know, look at all the, you like that, Ron? Right? Look, 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 look. Dude, come on. Oh, that, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. All right, wait. Um, again, thank you so much, Lake Elsinore, for hosting us. And let me go right into Brant here. Brant, it was amazing. And we thank you for providing the chicken. Um, everybody yeah. loved it. Everybody loved it. I just want to tell you, Sergio, that is a fun time. The Derby, the Dream Extreme at Lake Elsinore, I've been there two or three times, and it is just a blast. And the launch point is just incredible. I remember for, one for year when you brought your boat. Incredible. I remember huh? when you, I remember one year you brought your boat and we were hanging out there with Arthur, your grandson. Uh huh. It was so cool. It was so cool. So yeah, excellent yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he took. Yeah, that year Arthur caught like you know, the same same like like your wife. He caught like a five pound catfish. If you remember. Yeah, it was. It, I tell you, it's just amazing to see um, how this city uh, through the lake because that really is the jewel of the city. Um, oh, those guys are those guys are the best at Lake Elsinore. Well, the, you know, the, it, it, I mention this all the time. You know, when you have a council, a five member council, they're elected by the. By, by by the people there, the citizens of Lake Elsinore. These guys live there, and they love their city, and they're not politicians. These guys have day jobs. Well, you know, if, okay? if more then, cities ran like Lake Elsinore, we'd have a oh, lot less problems. Oh, that'd be amazing. Problems. I mean, they've attacked all the issues that, um, you know, had fallen through the cracks um, in the last... I don't know, a couple decades, and I will tell you, I'm, I, my association with Lake Elsinore is going on about 15 or 16 years, and wow, I, I, I go there, every time I go there, there's something super good. I mean, the launch point wasn't there when we went, it was just, it was just dirt, okay, the bobber hadn't been built, nothing. And um, it's just simply amazing. So, uh, Lake Elsinore, thank you, everybody. Mark your calendars. Come out. It's really inexpensive to join. Amazing wins. I mean, you never know. A, a, a palm-sized crappie won hundreds of dollars. Okay? Keep that in mind. All right, so we're going to take our, our first hour break. And when we come back, we'll come back with the sheriff himself. We'll be talking about what's coming up on TV, and then we'll uh, we'll talk to Brant, and we'll we'll talk about Steve's uh, day and a half trip with tuna, and then Ron will close up the show and go have some breakfast. I'm ready. Okay, the Breakfast Club is getting together. All right, listen, everybody, hang on tight. Um, this is this is uh, I almost said this is like Elsner. <laughs> Well, it is. It is, okay. yeah. This is Angler Chronicles. We're going to take our first uh, hour break and we come back. We'll come back with the sheriff. Okay, Angels Radio, AMA 30. Okay. Kids' lives have been put on hold. 
Getting them thriving again safely starts with protecting them from COVID-19 and dangerous new variants. Get the latest facts by speaking to your pediatrician or healthcare provider or by visiting getvaccineanswers.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Academy of Pediatrics. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 silver unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5... Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> you know what this song means, right? All right, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, it is Angler Chronicles, and uh, coming up to bat, None other than the man himself, Denny, the sheriff, and Jackson, who put a whooping on some good fish this week. He got on the one of the sleds, I'm sure, probably the AC3, and went out there, and he got all kinds of pretty fish with his buddies. I love that. Uh, without further ado, the jig slinger himself, Mr. Denny Jackson. Hey, well, good morning, Sergio, and to Steve Carson, Ron, Oliver Solis, uh, good morning. And Jonathan Oliver Skinner, I'm sure, is listening at least. So I want to say good morning to Jonathan as well. Yeah, we had a good trip. Wait, wait you missed Thursday. one. You missed one. Who did I miss? Who did I miss? I'm sorry. Brant McLaughlin is on the boat. Oh, my gosh. Brant. Good, good, good morning, morning to Brant. <laughs> good morning, Brant. You know, I, I tell you, yesterday... Uh, I thought about you guys. I just it, I couldn't make it for quite honestly for some health reasons. But you know, Olive Crest is always right there in my heart, and I've never missed one until yesterday, since I think 2014, Sergio, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. And uh, so, really sorry I missed, but I'm looking forward to seeing the footage. I'm sure John did a superb job. Speaking of Long Beach area, I just I've, I've got to get this in, Sergio. The Nachos Barge. East end of the Long Beach Breakwall has live squid this weekend and sardines for the local private boaters there. So want to get that in there. So anyway, yeah, um, I am looking forward to the Olive Crest uh, footage. And boy, you guys uh, really came up with a big number again for the foster kids. Always will be in my heart, and and everything that Brant has has done for these kids over the years it's it's really commendable and so uh good morning brad <laughs> it's nice to nice to hear from you so so it is a, is he it there is a wonder <clears throat> yeah danny yeah he's there danny uh, uh so brand oh, okay so um let's just do this danny so um what what what, what are we seeing tomorrow morning and this week well, uh, tomorrow morning, let's let's start off with um, at nine thirty. We're on a little bit one hour later tomorrow morning, so at nine o'clock, you'll see one more last one last look at Zanmar Zanmar Palace, Cedrus Island. And that's at uh, nine o'clock, Valley Sports West. Then then at um, uh, nine thirty tomorrow, Valley Sports West, and five times this next week will be Big Bear Lake. We're going to run Big Bear Lake because it's that time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things to do there, and that's a good episode that you and Ron 
put together up there. And uh, so we're going to run that one tomorrow. And uh, so that that's what's on TV tomorrow, Sergio. Excellent. So now yeah. what I wanted to move on, now we got that housekeeping done. But I wanted okay. to move over to is, um, you know, Danny, this was the 12th annual um, uh, Olive Crest Tournament, okay? You and I, with Ron, we launched Anger Chronicles, and right out of the gate, I remember saying, I want to find the charity. I want to find the charity. I want to find the charity to give back to the community. And Brant stepped up and he said, remember he invited you and me and Ron to the Long Beach Yacht Club, and we met, had uh, it was lunch, and he proposed us covering the Olive Crest. It, it, it felt daunting at first, remember? And I yeah, just can't yeah. believe we've done the last eight, eight or nine of them we've been doing. so, um, And they've grown tremendously from fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 recovered to well over $370,000 uh, yesterday. So yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing, amazing because it goes a long way. And I, and I don't want to steal the thunder from Brant. Um, uh, it's been just simply awesome. Okay. So Danny Jackson, uh, you missed a good one. Okay, I, I will tell you that we had a casualty in the air. Oh. I, I heard about that. John texted me. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. But we were able to yeah. recover the the footage, which is really good. Um. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it it didn't fall in water. It fell in on, on the ground. So we were able oh, to get it. Oh, okay. Well, you got the footage. That's and we that's recovered the batteries. Very important. So at least we have one extra well, battery. It's a little bit scratched up, but I think we can make it work. But anyway, so okay. uh, but it was a great day yesterday. You'll see the footage, and I've got some unbelievable interviews with with some very unbelievable uh, people. I want to give a huge uh, high five to my buddy Lupillo from Northgate, uh, the guys from Superior, and the guys from uh, um, Help Me Out here. Sorry, Carolinas. I'm going to say it the way it's supposed to be. Carolinas. Okay. Um, I just can't believe the amount of people that were there. The the, the giving uh, is unbelievable in the food industry. So, unbelievable, Jackson. You missed a good one. Yeah, well, maybe next year. I, I sure hope so. By then, things will be straightened out here a little bit. But uh, also, congratulations on your Dream Extreme Derby last weekend. I've been listening to you talk about that. Looking forward to putting that one on television as well, Sergio. Oh, yeah. It's and, really, uh, it's a beautiful episode. Beautiful episode. Oh, I'm sure it will be. You guys had, sounds like great fishing and just a great place in, in uh, Lake Elsinore, of course. So, uh, yeah, it's all good, Sergio. So we'll look forward to Big Bear Lake tomorrow. And Brant, uh, love you, brother, and, and uh, keep up the good work there. And, and uh, really appreciate everything you've done. So, thank you, Danny. I hope you I hope you feel much much better, and and we think of you always, Dan. Well, I appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Everything, Sergio. Okay, Jackson. I'll give you a call later okay. on. I'll bring you some of the footage. Okay. Okay. Very good. You looking forward to it? We'll, uh, you guys have a great weekend, everybody. All right. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Danny. Okay. Andrew. All right. Uh, let me do a lot of this, uh, Andrew. You're in Laughlin. Do you want to hang on, or are you, are you good, or you have to go? Um, no, i, I got to start getting ready for the day. Yeah, I mean, geez, uh, right now I'd be at the back rut table, but that's just me. 
I love gambling. <laughs> I love playing Baccarat between 2 and 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you only get the serious players there, and it's just that's that's when it gets good. But you know, you're Andrew Mack. You're ten feet under. I mean, uh, you don't see a lot of light, so you know, you always awake at night. You're a night owl. <laughs> that's when the earthworms Definitely. come up from the ground. That's it. When it rains, earth at nighttime. That's it. All right. Well, you you let me know when you want to get going. Just just let us know, and I'll let you be. Okay. All right, guys. Um, I will talk to you guys later. All right, brother. Go go have a great weekend there, and uh, we'll we'll hear from about it next week. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Thanks, talk Andrew. All right. Let me get to this because this is big. Um, um, Brant, the twelfth annual Dream Ex- uh, <laughs> the twelfth annual Olive Crest tournament, the Pro Am happened. It was amazing, dude. It was amazing. I can't. Uh, it's amazing that it's over, Serge. I can't believe it. It goes so quick. But I can't thank you and the Angler Chronicles crew. You guys, together as a team, I'll tell you what, that thing has just built and built and built. And some of the people that were there, and, and one of the things you've been talking all morning about Lake Elsinore, and there were three gentlemen from the city of Lake Elsinore that attended yesterday, and what class acts those guys were. They were just incredible people, and but on top of all the all the uh, boats and the uh, the captains that donated their time, and all the sponsors that came out, uh, my hats off. But bottom line, to reach out and touch over three hundred thousand kids' lives, Serge, that's quite a feat. Yeah, I mean, what did you say? How many kids we've have- We've, we, we've had an influence on? We've had an influence because I asked them to go back and actually, you know, just the kids that just we touched the lives of, and we've touched the lives of over 300,000 kids. F- folks, keep that in mind. 300,000 children who needed help, and uh, we were able, through all you guys, a lot of you guys helped as well, um, we will... Well, when you when you figure that we've raised since we've been working with you over over three and a half million dollars, and it's seventeen fifty seventeen sixty a day is what it costs for them to house and feed and love those kids. That's a lot of. Kids. Well, I did the math for you yesterday. It was well over twenty thousand kids. You know that just a year. Okay, that we we affect. So that that's that's just. Amazing. So I, I just want to thank you for allowing us, Ron and I, to partake in this and be part of it. Because, I mean, believe me, we, we spent all day Thursday uh, loading our truck and getting all our stuff. Then we do setups. Uh, I didn't get home Thursday night until about 9.30, Ron, I think, 9.30, 10. And I, I was up at 3.00. Okay, and I mean, keep in mind, 10, I get home, I want to take a shower, get ready. So I think I got three hours, three and a half hours sleep on Thursday. We went out Friday all day. I didn't get home last night until about, what, another 8 o'clock? All right, so, but you know what? It's a good tired. It's a really good feeling tired because it's all for the right reason. Okay, I can hear the music in the background. We got to take another short break. 
We'll come back. We'll wrap it up with Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Anger Chronicles. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio AMA 30 Welcome back everybody This is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA Angry Chronicles and uh it was like a love shack yesterday. There was so much love going around. It was. I loved it, Brant. I loved it. Okay. It was fantastic, Sergio. And I, I had such a great time with you guys yesterday. It was. It was fun. Yeah, and I want to mention. You know, um, we were just trying to do the math here with, uh, with Oliver, um, we, and we just rounded off to eighteen dollars a day, and what we raised yesterday. We I did the division. It's twenty thousand eight hundred and thirty-three. Okay, that's the number of kids will will be able to affect um, with just yesterday's take, you know. And uh, Oliver, you was this the was what second or third time that you've actually fished it? I be, well, I this is the first time I actually fish it myself. Okay. Yeah, I, I was um, strong arm into it, literally. Yeah, like I was trying. <laughs> well, he likes to well, make runs. No, I really was. Did 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 I see Oliver take home some hardware yesterday by chance? I actually let everyone else take. You but know, did you see what he piece. said? Because Brant goes, did I notice that fishing syndicate team took some hardware? Yeah, yeah, they got the little bell. They did the little tiny bell. Yeah. Yeah, the, the little. It, it was it was all thanks to uh, Sean Arnold from Fish Taco. Who's listening? And. And William Johnson. And we want the cover shot, okay, dude? All right, uh, you got a lot. I told him that. You, 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 here, I'm, I'm, here goes the message. We, here goes the message to Sean Arnold, okay? We love you, guy. We've been supporting you from day one. We love your Fish Taco Chronicles, okay? Great articles. But, you know, there's a lot more talent you're leaving on the side there, okay, that could uh, definitely help you. I mean, you know, we got Fishing Syndicate in the house. I want to see some fishing well, syndicate coverage. You there. know what, Sean? Sean and I share a, a couple of things, and he's definitely not a narcissist. So you know, he he was trying to hide in the background. He, what about his nose? 
That's right, right? <laughs> and he was trying to fish uh, the banana for, for the bass, so we'll get into that later on. Yeah, because, uh, you know, Brand, I didn't tell you this, but you know, when I, I, we were doing boat-to-boat interviews. We took the AC, AC2, and I, I'm going there. I come up to the fishing syndicate boat. You know what they threw all at me? They threw a banana at me. <laughs> Oh my God! If that oh banana would have hit the boat, anything, maybe that's why the drone went boom boom. Okay, I don't know. You know, Ron, I don't know. They're, they're throwing bananas. I know. Okay, I'm gonna start throwing lead. No, they didn't throw one at me. Steve Carson, what is the uh, official penalty? I just got thrown about. What's the official penalty for throwing a banana at a boat? Uh, that would be part of the motor vehicle code, so I don't actually know. Probably similar to hey, sir, that, if you threw before a we get really big. Yeah, I just like, we should give a quick shout out. Brand, hold on a second. Brand, hold on a second. Okay. Now, apparently, Steve Carson and Brant can't hear each other, so Steve Carson was was giving his take. All right, Brant, what were you saying? I just, you know, I think. Supremus and, and Joe Dempsey, uh, we just need to give a shout out to that. I mean, that guy went out of his way, even for, even like for Brian Davis when his boat trailer broke, he had mm-hmm. it fixed while he was out fishing. And I mean, what an incredible individual that guy! Yeah. He really is. He's just an incredible individual. Yeah, yeah, that that is pretty amazing, guys. I just, he is quite a person, and I, I was more and more impressed uh, yesterday. And every time I hang around him. Um, there isn't anything that he misses, and there isn't anything that he wouldn't do. So, coming from a nobody in that industry, I mean that that guy is such a class act. Yeah. And what a, what a gentleman in his color. I mean, I, you know the way he approached me, and stuff he did, like it, it just made me feel at home. So yeah, he's an he's, he's an unbelievable individual. All right, listen, Brent, let's put that a little bit on hold for a second. Uh, we'll come back to the Olive Crest, but I've got uh, you know you know who's here. I think the Iceman. Ice, ice you know, I think the Iceman cometh. Uh-oh. You know, they, that, that, that's one of the. Um, I forget was that was that uh, what movie was that from? Which the one? Iceman cometh. Okay, but um, I think performed in Nick Elsinore last Friday, didn't he? I don't. Oh, that's right, he did. But you know what? We got to do this because I didn't get a chance to do it last week. Right, so here it comes. Without further ado, the VIP himself. Okay, the neck jerker, because he's jerking that neck, okay? Mr. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. You realize only like three people have theme songs on my show, right? I understand and that. He was, and he was the first one. Well, second. You are second. Oh, Danny Jackson. Yeah. yeah, no. yeah. We'll go back to but the thing program. is, Danny Jackson was self-appointed uh, music. Okay. Uh, you know, Steve. You know that that was given by you. I don't even have one. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't either. Oh, Steve, yeah. do, do calicos like bananas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve Phelps. Give us the rundown. We're going to be on the El Dorado on Sunday night. Make it good. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me tell you how my morning started out first, guys. You know, uh, woke up woke up in a good mood. Busted Uh-oh. out my Angler Chronicles coffee cup, courtesy of Mister Facuto. Signed on to Friends of Angler Chronicles, Uh-oh. and saw that Mister Solis is there. You know, <laughs> I I checked my 
invites. I checked my emails. I thought maybe I missed the invite. I, I didn't get anything. So well, let, let, let me I, let me explain how this went down because yeah. as of la- I tell you on our drive to this radio station, okay, I didn't know when Ron picked me up this morning that he was going to be in studio either. Okay, he goes. Oh, I don't want to hear goes, those excuses. He goes. He goes oh, I have text messages. He goes. I woke up early like I never do on a Saturday. Do you want me in the studio? And I said, Well, it's just me and Ron. I goes. Uh, can I come in? I said, All right, come on in. So that's why, Steve. If I would have known, and you know what we need to do is we need to have Rico Suave and. The ice man. And the day we plan. I mean, I have a hard time waking up. You know that. You know, this is one See, of that's things. what happens. I woke up at four so, in the morning. I was well, like, I, oh. We I've can count on plan. you, Steve. I don't know about Rico Suave here. I've yeah. got the plan. The What's the plan? You're in Bay of L.A. Oliver, oh, Steve Phelps, and Ben that's will it. be in this studio. <laughs> no. No. No, no. Yeah. I got I to gotta be here for that one. I need to play all no. these theme songs. I need, I need, I need, I need to have some fun. No, no, but I want to have some fun. I, this is you for me. You don't want to miss out on the fun. I don't want to miss out on the fun. All right, Steve. So you woke up this morning, and the first thing you thought of is I got to turn on, you know, tune in to AM830 KLAA and listen to Angler Chronicles because I can't start my weekend without him. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. Me, me neither. It's ruined. My, my weekend is ruined now. So yeah, be, I, I'm, yeah, and I'm please. sorry. I'm sorry. I'll I'm tell so you what. Sorry. I'll come and see you tomorrow you know night, and you'll all be better. I, I told him. I was just being mindful of him and his wife, right, not waking him up at 4 in the morning. Guess what I'm doing next time? You're going to wake him yeah, up at 4 in the morning. Guess what I'm doing next time? I'm going to be calling till he answers. I'm, you know I don't sleep. I, I don't sleep. I'm up at like 3.30 every morning. I just don't want to hear any more excuses I apologize, from you, buddy. Mr. Solis. No, no. Mr. Solis is, is, is not in the okay, house right now. Go, when, we, when we go <laughs> we to Mr. Mr. Solis, there you go. It's Mr. not Solis, Oliver anymore. Well, this, this is, is a guy talking. In the house right now. He's this in is his a guy house. talking that got sweaty palms when he wanted to... That he didn't uh, want to do the Steve radio. Steve Phelps oh, is now right. a seasoned pro. Oh, he is. He's okay. a pro. He's no longer nervous. He's got he's his a, own theme song. He no longer sends me messages. I'm so nervous right now. I don't know what's going to happen. No, no. Now he sends a message. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, okay. Steve, give me the rundown for uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing. All right, all right. Well, uh, Captain TJ's been uh, been fishing every night, uh, fishing island freelance. He actually had a really good trip yesterday. He ended up with uh, 13 nice big jumbo halibut and some miscellaneous odds and ends. It was really good fishing for uh, Captain TJ aboard the El Dorado. Uh, they depart every night at 8.30 p.m. for island freelance. Um, I know you guys have a trip coming up Sunday night. I think it's sold out. Um, I got some spots left actually tonight for a sponsored trip. So uh, if you guys want to want to jump on the El Dorado tonight, it's uh, longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online and, and come on out. Um, like I said, last time I checked, I don't know, about an hour, hour ago or so, we had about seven spots left for tonight. The boat leaves at 8.30 p.m., and it is a sponsor trip. Some nice giveaways and raffles and all that good stuff. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, give them again, you know, how they would actually book that trip. It's longbeachsportfishing.com. Um, that's our website. Uh, there's a tab that says book online that also shows you our daily schedule. So just uh, click that. Uh, there's a little green button next to each trip. Uh, you click on that, set yourself up an account if you don't have one, and uh, just come on down and come fishing. All right. You got it, bud. All right. Um, go, see, go. I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm going to go. What's that? What, what about the victory? Yeah. What about, oh, Brian's saying, what about the victory? 
Well, the victory, uh, it's been really good this week. Uh, Captain George and Captain Phil both made a trip over to the island this week. Um, had really good bass fishing. Uh, actually, the day Captain George ran the boat, they got about, uh, I think they got two yellowtail. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, they got two nice yellowtail, dumped quite a few, and the yellow, one of the yellowtail was pushing 40 pounds, guys. So no. it, was a, it, it was a big, big fish. Yeah, it was a nice, nice fish. But uh, they switched back over to, uh, to local fishing. The guys want to do some local fishing and load up. So that's kind of what they're doing right now. They depart every morning. There's a lot of back, uh, background noise or something, guys. I don't know what it is. But. Yeah, I know there's some background yeah, um, but, but, but we can yeah. hear you, and I do okay, want to. Okay. I want to make uh, make sure that you check out uh, Friends of Anger Chronicles. Steve Carson left you a little little love there. Oh, great! Great. Now Steve's on me. God. Steve Carson, hey, you, you started it. Hey, we all love yeah. you, bro. So Steve oh, Carson, to, what's up, bud? Sergio started it. <laughs> I, I just yeah. documented it. He de-documented it, so so check it out. All right, All it's right. a little something, Steve Carson, and uh, so Phelps. Um, sounds like uh, we need to start prepping for another uh, full day trip to uh, Catalina, Sergio. On that, the victory. that sounds fun. That, that'd be Only a lot of fun. is going. I don't know if I'm going to speak to you by then, oh, Oliver. Boy. But, uh, Oh, boy. Okay, so now the invitation, if you're coming to the show, the invitation has to go out at 4 o'clock. The lovely GT would love to spend time with you on the water. There you go. I I love my (laughs) (laughs) boo-boo. Steve, we'll see you Sunday night at Long Beach Sport Fishing. Uh, you already know my uh, my bunk. All right, so You are not his boo-boo. Yeah, I'm not his boo-boo. All right, listen. Love you, kid. I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, guys. Have a good day. All right, thank you. All right, thanks, Brand, for being patient. Uh, but you know we're we're getting on that tri- that boat tomorrow night. We have a day and a half trip on the El Dorado. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, so going oh, back, that'll be fun. Yeah. So going back to the Olive Crest, uh, the Olive Crest. I mean, we we talk about over three hundred thousand kids, over three hundred thousand, more than almost four hundred thousand dollars yesterday raised. I mean, it's just all goes for a great cause. Um, I know it's not open to the public, but just so that the public knows, this is the food industry coming together and uh, giving this love. Okay, uh, the Olive Crest does not get any. It only it depends on this. It depends on on, on what we do. Um, what I love about it is just personal from my end. What I've noticed is that you go to the state i have a friend of mine who who works at this with foster care kids on the state side you know the the, the kids are pulled and then they're placed wherever they can siblings are separated and sometimes they don't see each other until 20 30 years later they're trying to reunite okay so that's not the case here here they try to keep the siblings together at all costs so brothers and sisters get taken together and then at the same time they, they work with the parents, okay, and they try to rehab or fix anything that the parents need that that family needs to be brought back together. And that's why I love their logo that says, strong families, safe kids. That, that, mean, that means a lot. We, we got to hear from Brianna yesterday, gave us her testimony, um, extremely touching, and um, we get to see what goes on. So, Brand, on behalf of Angry Chronicles and on behalf of all the kids, thank you for allowing us to be part of this. It's been a pleasure over the eight or nine years that we've been with you uh, to serve uh, any way we can. 
Um, it's just been simply amazing, and you can always count with Angler Chronicles. We will be there. Uh, folks know that anything for kids, uh, we're there. Anything for our military, we're there. So um, count count with us forever and never. Amen. How's that? <laughs> I just want to thank you guys, Sergio, and thank all the hundreds of thousands of smiles that you brought to all those people that aren't normally fishing yesterday. You guys did a great job. Thank you so much. And, Ron, you worked your tail off, and I appreciate you more than you know. Well, it's not really work. And, you know, to add on to Sergio, when when you feel what you feel when you do this for these kids, it's not work. And it's just something that we really enjoy doing. And uh, I'll echo Sergio. We'll always be there. Brother, just ask. Well, thank you, guys. I, I mean, it. it and I got to tell you, uh, I think all of Chris kind of reached out to you guys a little bit. They really appreciate everything you've done to get this thing to grow like it has been. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're running out of boats. And, and you know, one thing, Sergio, if you if there's guys out there that have a that have a nice boat, give us a call. We'd always. Yeah, okay, so yeah, so listen, we got to go to break. I'm going to hear the music when we come back. Let's go ahead and talk about that because uh, there is a way for people to get involved, all right? Everybody, hang on tight. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLIA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release. And always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA. This is Angler Chronicles. And let me come back to uh, Brant here. And um, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to a- actually welcome in at the same time Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. Good morning, Rick. 
Good morning. How is everybody? Really good. So you hang on tight for me a second, Rick. And uh, Brant, uh, again, unbelievable everything you're doing. Unbelievable what we've been able to raise and affect so many kids. And I look forward for many more years of supporting the Olive Crest. And well, you. we love you, Serge, and thank you. All right. Big kiss to your uh, to little King Arthur. Okay, will do, sir. I'll tell him. Okay, and a big kudos to your right-hand man, Manny. Manny, Manny. Is, is the un, unsung hero here. He does a lot for you. Okay, and we want to say thank you, Manny. Manny is the man. Okay, yeah, he takes care of a lot of things. And again, Joe, Joe Dempsey and everybody who came out, all these wonderful companies that give so much of themselves. And um, we also want to acknowledge the smallest fish. Did you see they? You want to tell them? <laughs> tell them what they got, no, Brad. Go well, they got a 12 pack of tuna. <laughs> and tuna. Because the, the thought is, well, if they, they catch the smallest fish, they're probably not going to be able to feed the family. You know what they call in, uh, a, a, a Native American that can't fish or hunt, right? Hungry? No. Hungry. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, listen, um, amazing, amazing stuff. Thank you for helping all the kids. Thank you for all the smiles and everything yesterday. It was just uh, the people really enjoyed it. And that's, I think that's the number one thing is to see a lot of people that don't fish normally. Mm -hmm. They come out and really enjoy it. But it's amazing how people just flock to that tournament. They They love it. They really love it. Um, they like the experience, and they, and hopefully we get some good fine anglers out of it. Yeah, and I'll tell you, and we'll we'll put an episode together, and that's how you can participate, uh, watching the episode, and and we're going to figure out something for next year. I really would like to get a couple of party boats together. They come in, load up a bunch of guys, and they wow, and they and great. they would come in, you know, you know, with maybe. Can you imagine one team of the oh, regular, yeah. the, the the regular boys? Okay, so but we'll look well, into that, see how they can get involved. What's that? And you know, you put put the call out. Like I said, there's guys already asking me how to get involved. And and you know what you do is you you get some people that fish regularly, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of guys that fish bass. I mean, you know, Bobby being one of them, and uh, Nick from Casting Crank. Um, you know, when I went in the boat, I, I told the guys, I'm just gonna be you know your deckhand at this point, and and I was Sean's personal deckhand uh no shine i will not shine your boots that's not what a deckhand does um i you know i was there to help out well and, if he gets and, you the cover maybe and, well, maybe, maybe you know, you that, that, that photo the third place that we got um but you know guys would enjoy that and um, guys like myself you know i love the hooking and handing and i wanted them to catch fish first i want to make sure that they were in, in the right spot. So who caught the biggest fish? Well, you know, because they couldn't carry their weight, I had to step in. That's right. And then and fish, what, what, fish what, rod, what rod were you using I for that? I was using uh, my nine-foot um, Okay, you now know, your fish was very respectable. It was a nice but fish. But you would have caught a much bigger fish if you would have been using Sergio's bass rod, which is appropriate for this case, the 710H. <laughs> Okay, that would Those have been. Those guys got rocked a few times fishing yeah. the left yeah, and the squid. Yeah, yeah, it was Fish good. plastic. And you guys, know what I would match that one with? With my new low profile, the Fathom low profile. Mm -hmm. Steve Carson hooked me up. Okay, Brant, again, thank you so much, my friend. Keep in touch. Thanks. Safe travels back to Georgia. And uh, I know as of Monday, we'll start planning the 10th annual Olive Crest. 
Well, thank you guys, and thank you, Oliver, for everything. Thank you, Brent. Uh, Appreciate the opportunity to support. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. That's uh, Brent McLaughlin from Car the Teresa. All right, Mr. Captain uh, Rick Scott. And, uh, Two well, got, time. Yeah. Uh, you got a kid's day right now? Is that what you're doing? No, no. We got the weekend off. Uh, finally get a day off. So just enjoying the day. Uh, that's it. Well, you, it, it seems like you're out and driving. Where yeah, are you? I was going to say, one day enough to go hunting. I'm driving. Where are you going? Uh, hunting's over. What? Where do you think I'd be going if I wasn't going hunting? Uh, fishing or boat work? No. Well, yeah, but no. Uh, so uh, spending time with Dina, as there. you should? I'm going down to the archery range. Oh, archery. Okay. So you'd be good with yeah. it. You know what we should do is you should go out with Andrew Mack. Okay. And go shoot some carp. I should. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You guys I, do that. I don't, have a, I, don't have a, I don't have a fishing bow. No, he does it on the shore, bro. Yeah, but you got you to have a fishing bow. Oh, a fishing bow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Than what I'm used to using. Yeah, I guess, I guess if you yeah. don't, you'd well, leave, you leave the arrow and the fish in the water. That makes sense. Well, yeah. I know for a fact he does have two of them, so yeah, I'm sure he'll... he's got two. You can go out yeah. there and get it done. Yeah. yeah, put a herd on the ones in Lake Elsinore. He loves doing that. Anyway, Rick, what's going on? I got and, and you know, might as well bring Steve Carson on this. Steve just got back from day and a half, and he got some tuna. What, what's going on in San Diego, Rick? Um, things kind of slowed down for a couple days on that full moon, but it looks like it picked back up, um, for a couple boats yesterday, and, uh, hopefully it's going to come back around, um, sound like the weather had a little bit to do with it, it was up yesterday, and, uh, but the whole fleet left last night, so hopefully somebody will get those fish located, and they can get back on them, and start catching them like before. I got a question for you, Rick. I heard a rumor, and a simple yes or no. I don't know if you heard it too. Uh, that there's fish as close as Oceanside. Um, I have not heard that, uh-huh. but that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I saw a bait post up at Dana Point the other day. Um, the amount of bait up there that would not surprise you. There, there's already fish up in Oregon, so. Yeah, well, they they have seen they have seen bluefin jumping in Oceanside, so that's a very good sign for us up here in Long Beach. That's with well within a day and a half. So, um, just letting everybody know. Okay, so Rick, you start the season real soon here. Yeah, we start on the seventeenth. We have a charter, and I think the Monday after that, what would that be? The like the nineteenth or something. We start our open party schedule. And- I was looking yesterday at the schedule, and I'm pretty surprised on uh, how how many bookings we already have for the season. We have quite a few trips already sold out. I haven't been looking at the schedule a lot. But, uh, amazing, 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 well. amazing! What happens when you partner with Angry Chronicles? Ah. That's right. <laughs> no, in fact, I was talking to John yesterday, and uh, the next. Uh, new episode that's coming out and I've got unfortunately I got I'm filming a lot right now but next episode coming out is a two and a half day trip on your boat on the ocean Odyssey. All right. So that'll be the next thing. Yeah, I figured that won't be within the next few weeks. You know, we gotta close caption it, finish it up. And um within the next I'd say two to three weeks it'll be on the air, so it'll be really cool. In fact uh Ron Well then I don't have to worry. 
you know, once that comes out, I guess the rest of the schedule will be topped off, right? Have it all booked up. The two and a half day was the perfect trip because we didn't get these monster two hundred pounders, but we got plenty of fish, yeah. and they were all in the fifty sixty range we got some yellowtail in the mix as well it was great when's your next trip well we got with the ocean Otis. we have uh, july 13th through the 15th and uh, that one you do call the landing and i i do know there are a couple of spots left so oh there are a couple well, well, yeah. okay how many spots uh i don't know exactly I'm, i know i'm looking I'm, yeah i, I, I'm, I'm I looked at it yesterday and i'm, I'm old so I okay so what what was it it's on july 13th through the 15th July 13th through the 15th. Uh, sorry. Is it it's sold, sold out. Sold out. Okay, What's then, the next one? All right. So and then the next one, we do have our two and a half day, which is also sold out, which is in September 6th through the 9th. Okay. But then we have October uh, 26th through the 28th. And I that one was close to being sold out as well. Are you kidding me? So October, what was it again? October 16th through the 19th. There's probably, there were like six, seven spots. Uh, it's not on sixteenth. It's not on here. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, I don't know why that one's not up. Yeah, here. it'll. But there were like six or seven spots, and that'll go fast. Remember, this is in October, and there's only six or seven spots left. And you know that just the uh, that just shows you how um, good Rick's boat is. I mean, and it's such a class act boat that the twenty six you said right. That, Okay, Uh, guys, I just want October 26, 2022. That is uh, how many months from now? Okay, (laughs) there's only nine spots left. That's right. There were six when I... I looked yesterday, so she must have had a cancellation. Okay, but so if you want to if you want to go fishing with us, get on these. And I think the reason, uh, uh, Rick, that we fill your boat up so quickly is because people have come to see and come to experience right, that you know the fish become secondary. The Ocean Odyssey is a full service boat. You have impeccable uh, deckhands. You got impeccable food. Accommodations are just un- unbelievable, and. Um, we also always catch fish, so that's an added bonus. Well, I run up and down his schedule all the time on that boat, and like Rick said, they have a lot of trips that are already sold out. So you guys don't miss out, especially with the tuna the way they're going right now. So, okay. Yeah. So, Rick, how do they get a hold of uh, a reservation? Uh, they can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com, book right online, or give Dina a call at uh, 619 619- Eight eight nine four five three five, and I'm starting to get my crew together here, and I have the, uh, the you'll, you'll like it. I have the old, old Dave back right. cooking. I love that. Right. And, and and I just talked to the other Dave that used to work on the boat, also the new Dave, and it looks like he's going to be working some too. So it looks like uh, no matter what trip you get on, you're going to end up with a Dave in the galley, which is, is really good because you know they're both very good. Both very good. Both very good. All right. Well, listen, we're looking forward to it, and thank you for everything you do, Rick. And um, you got to get on it. I know that you'll be uh, – I'll be seeing you real soon here for Tuna Wars. So that's going to be amazing. That's right. We can't wait for that one. we got Taco Tuesday coming up next week? It, no, it's on the 31st. It's the day after Memorial Day. So Day after. Okay. okay. So it would be All right then. Next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be back. All right, we'll be back in the morning. Excellent. All right, excellent. I'll see you there, Rick. Thank you, my friend. All right. All right, folks. Everybody have a great week. All right, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, Angler Chronicles. Last break. When we come back, I'll get to Steve. All right, this is, we'll be right back.
Angels Radio. AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio. AM 830. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. This is... I want you to imagine the man himself, MC Hammer. But it's really Steve Carson. Because when he went when he went fishing this week, day and a half, he was doing... can't touch this. Okay, he was doing his little happy dance. Right, Carson? Yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty fun day, long day. And guess what, Sergio? Even the fishing's good, you still have to fish. There's, uh, you know, there's, it's inevitable. People hear how, oh, it's great, it's limits, and, uh, uh, you know, they're biting everything. That's really not usually the case. you got to check with the crew, see what they say, have them check your tackle over. And uh, all throughout the day, listen to their changing instructions, stay at the rail, and number one thing, keep your line in the water. All right, well, listen, you got the experience about what's going on, so give us a, a first-person report, uh, what to do, what not to do, what to bring, what not to bring. Well, uh, and I'll, I'll re-put up the list on uh, Friends Angler Chronicles. Uh, think of fishing rods like golf clubs, Okay. People are always looking for the, I only want to bring one rod. Can't do it. It's not possible. When you're talking about bluefin tuna that might be 15 pounds at 7 in the morning, and then, then school under the boat at, at noon is 315 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there just is no such thing as one rod that will do everything. And you can't say, I hear this all the time, I, I, I'm not fishing for those 200-pounders. <laughs> if you're out there and your line's in the water, you're fishing for them. And... Um, you know, good old PFA, uh, you know, good attitude. And the, the other um, advantage of multiple rigs is uh, as the fish change, sometimes they're up, sometimes they're, they're a little bit deeper, sometimes they're very deep. If you're messing around in your tackle box changing rigs from, you know, deeper, shallower, heavier jig, different color jig, whatever, when you're messing around in your tackle box, there might only be a 60-second window when the fish come through if you're not in the water when that happens, you're not going to get a bite. Mm-hmm. And and probably the number one reason that that uh, tuna get away, old line, bad knots. Even though this even though this trip I was on on the Pacific on Thursday, I was I was not working. I was I was <laughs> I I tried to get on the boat incognito just to do a little field testing. Doesn't work. That didn't that didn't work at all. <laughs> um, but. I was showing a lot of people how to tie the 
for instance, the the uh, the single San Diego, my favorite terminal knot for for both lures and hooks. And people have got the basics down, but they don't inspect their knot, you know, at, after they're done, to make sure that everything's cinched down properly. And there's a lot of different ways to do it, not the least of which is make sure you're using lots of spit. But uh, I can tell you, I saw a lot of knots that we retied that uh, the principal turns were done properly, but it was not tightened down properly. And uh, most of our tuna were not that big. Uh, we caught a lot of 15 to 25 pounders, and uh, one we had one 50 pounder and one 84 pounder. So uh, I would say there's a good chance that some of those 15, 20 pounders were landed on imperfect knots, maybe with not fresh line. But if we had gotten into into a school of those 50s or those 84s. Um, uh, there would have been some casualties. Yeah, and also check your knots after every single fish. Yeah. Okay, and check your oh, line after every that's single fish. You know, I mean, it's not just, oh, yeah, I got to put fresh line, I'm good to go. Uh, no. It, 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 as the day goes by, the stuff wears down. Uh, something I'm, I'm discovering on some of my reels, the, the braid itself, okay, uh, you go deep uh, halfway down the spool and you start seeing some some things that do not look right. Um I'll tell you what, these big boys, they're going to test every inch, every every millimeter of your of your tackle. So tackle busters. Yeah, they're ta that's why they call them tackle busters. That allows to go. So and and then have some backups if you can, but definitely. Um, um, I think I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but if I if I was out there fishing tuna right now, I don't know that I would cast my bass rod. <laughs> okay, because like Steve says, you don't know if it's a 15 pounder, a 40 pounder, or a 400 pounder. So, when you ask Sir Joe, if you tried to cast your bass rod out, you'd be gang tackled by the crew. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, um, as Steve has been preaching over the last few years and posting on, on the Friends of England Chronicles, you know, the, the right gear, you mm -hmm. asked me to put that together, and, you know, we, we wanted to cover well. the gamut, right? Because you come on a trip. You don't know if you're going to run into a school of 20, you know, football-sized tuna, 25, 30, 40, 50 pounders. Uh, the thing about bluefin is that's what you that's the tip of the iceberg, you know. What you don't see is what's underneath that the captains are telling you. There's big boys underneath, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 100 feet, 150, right? You know, you go 20 fathoms, 30 fathoms, and, and you're getting the big boys. So um, we're already spending a lot of money to go on these trips, uh, and... You know, guys, I, I, I just don't don't understand that. And I understand, you know, finances and budgets. But you want to have, a, you know, a, at least a couple of heavy setups. And when I say heavy, I'm not talking about your 40-pound heavy rig. You know, I'm talking about... That, that's my heavy. You know, I'm talking about, you know, 60, 100. There's I no think need, right now you need 80 and 100 pounds. Yeah, there's and no don't need, be shy. There's no need to have... A lot of it in between. You can go 50 and then 100, you know. I mean, if I had to cut it down, I would definitely have a 2030. I would probably have a 50, mm -hmm. 60, and then 80 to 100, okay? And then just, just that's, that's braided well, line, then just change leaders. When it's what Steve says, right? Four setups. Four, Four setups, right? Yeah. Your, 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 you know, small fish, your, your light, medium for 25. And, you know, and don't be afraid to buy... 120 pound test, 130 pound test leaders. 200. Okay, go above big, and beyond. Okay, so, yeah, this is this is good. Okay. Um, also, Sergio, if you if you have not had uh, 
uh, a lot of experience on these bigger fish. Have one of the crew help you get the drag set properly. Uh, you've got two, two, obviously two different ways you can go in the wrong direction. You can either over-tighten or over-loosen. If you, if you over-loosen, basically people that, that wait for a tuna to give up, they're going to be waiting forever. A long time, yeah. Don't have, if you don't have a drag that's sufficiently tight to pull that tuna into the boat, eventually he's just going to soak out there and something else will go wrong. The hook will pull out or you'll get in a tangle, etc. And if you think, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen in, in online questions or DM questions that, that come to me, how do I stop a tuna? <laughs> you can't do it. If you try to stop a tuna, something's going to break. If you're lucky, it's only the line. Otherwise, it could be your rod could break. Uh, you could damage your reel. If you happen to have your finger stuck in there uh, anywhere around the line, you could get injured. Make sure that your drag is properly set, not too tight, not too loose. For those that, that like to use a, um, a scale, because, you know, seat of the pants measurement is not necessarily that accurate, I do like to use a scale. The, the sort of the uh, the rule of thumb when you're setting the, the 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 reel at strike is one quarter of the pound test of the line, so that when you get to full, uh, you're at about one third of the pound test of the line, mm-hmm. and uh, that way the fish can run and tire himself out, and then when he stops, uh, you have the ability to, to to move him back towards the boat, and it's not going to be a quick process. So uh, I, I can't emphasize enough, these crews, they look young, but the last couple of years, it's been like uh, like World War II frontline combat. you got these 22-year-old GIs, and uh, they have seen everything. They know what to do. Ask for their help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, um, I don't know how much time we got left in the show, but... Um, we keep stating over and over again, make sure you have all the right gear, all the right tackle. What you don't own and can't afford, you can always rent at all the tackle shops. But please, don't go out there unprepared. Um, it'll, it'll cost you more than you think, okay? Um, even if you use Spectra and just a short leader, okay? If, you, if it's not the right gear, they will spool you. What does it cost to fill up? A, a reel, okay, with with uh, braided line. It's expensive, okay. You're looking what fifty to sixty bucks, okay. Well, it all depends on what size. Yeah. What size? Yeah. So I mean, it's it, you don't want to just give all that line away. Plus, if you do that, just think you left the tuna with a hook in its mouth and a whole bunch of line. That's one heck of a ponytail, <laughs> okay. If he's hooked, okay. So keep that in mind. Uh, the other thing you were talking about was um, the right hooks. You know, if you're going to use jigs, um, inspect your the the factory hooks. But more more than likely, they're not the best hooks. Okay, so you can upgrade them. Uh, which ones do you like, Steve? Oh, I, I was going to say I was going to interrupt. If you if you take nothing else away from this show this morning, when you get uh, you know any of the popular dart type jigs. Some people call them uh, cold snipers, but, you know, the more generic term is dark type. I happen to like the Williamson Kensaki jigs. I caught a lot. I did quite well with them. But take the factory hooks off of them, no matter which one you get. Take the factory hooks and rings off. Throw them in the trash so that you're not tempted to use them for anything. And get yourself some nice owner uh, uh, hyperwire split rings and the owner ST66 
um, Stinger treble hook. And then when, and when you go to the ST66, uh, you'll get a chance to select the 2X, 3X, etc. The, the strength. No, the, the ST66 is a very specific. Uh, the Stinger is the family, and there's everything from two to two to. I'm six talking X, about the treble the hooks. You can get yeah. them an extra strong. Uh, you can get them in 2X and 3X. Even 4X. Yeah, no, no, Sergio, Sergio, in the hmm. catalog, SD66 is one very specific thickness. That's why I'm saying it. Uh, so I, I'm getting confused which ones they... Uh, yes, you are. Yeah, the, but the, the, there there are ones that you can buy a different uh, strength. And I I, yeah. I I use that a lot on my jigs and my, my surface irons. But There's, there's even an ST76, mm-hmm. which is even heavier than the ST66, but it's that's the one that you'll see people using on the back. Well, you know, I got one minute. You already, you already got me, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we got one minute. Go ahead. Okay, real quick. Uh, the Fury's going out this weekend. They're going to be looking for tuna, so get out there. Good day to work for call. And then uh, Bruce Root wants everybody to know that the boat is up and running. Get the uh, uh, L.A. waterfront. Give them a call. Get on the boat. And then Taco Tuesday is the 31st. All right, next Tuesday. And then um, shout out to Darren. He's uh, He was listening from Lake McSwain. And uh, shout out to Tom and Kathy. They were listening from Utah. Thank you for listening in. We've got about 30 seconds. Uh, thanks to everybody for Dream Extreme, for Olive Crest, and allowing us through this beautiful sport that we love fishing and to give back to people and and communities and just so that you know that a portion of the funds that were raised for the dream extreme actually went to i believe the senior center they got there uh, there's one in lake elsinore all right so much love to everybody that came out to support uh ron we're gonna be getting on a boat tomorrow I can't uh, wait. Actually, I want to get my fishing syndicate and my 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 pen reels and my di- and my uh, accurate reels. And I'm going Mike out here. Mike Blue is gonna be there with you. Mike Blue. Good All morning, right, everybody, Blue. have fun. We'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.